Welcome to the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Brooks. Up until about five years ago, I was your average mom of three. It was after the sudden loss of my father that my life changed forever and the rising within me began. Since then, I've embraced my gifts and have stepped into my role as an evidential psychic medium, past life reader, higher self mentor, holy fire Reiki practitioner, and published author. In this podcast, we will talk all things spiritual and healing through a very grounded and relatable approach. I hope you'll continue to join me each week, remembering who you always were as we rise together. Hello, risers. Welcome back to another episode of the Intuitive Rising podcast. So glad you're here. As always, listening and engaging over on our private Facebook community. It has been a pleasure channeling for you, you know, connecting with you, guiding you um, as much as I provide, you know, to my listeners and to my clients. I can tell you that I receive so much back um, from you as well with the engagement and the the bookings and the word of mouth referrals. I cannot thank you enough. So thank you so, so much. Today we're here for July's energetic forecast. So if you can believe it, it's July or almost July when this comes out. Kind of crazy, right? But here we are. It is now the summer. So those of you summer lovers are going to be happy. I love the summer too. Like there's a lot of elements of summer that I love, but I do feel like I'm a person that kind of feels like they come alive in the fall. Um, I don't mind the winter so much, to be honest. There's a lot that happens in our family in the winter. You know, winter solstice is my favorite day of the year on the 21st of December. I've got my husband's birthday at the end of December. My birthday is beginning of January. Two of our children are born in February. Um, Our kind of when we met anniversary is in January. So there's a lot that happens for us in the winter. And I'm somebody that likes cold weather. Um, So that's, you know, that's kind of my time. But... Summer is wonderful too, and I know that so many of you guys love it. My favorite thing about the summer is going to the beach. Um, I love the feeling of sand in my toes. Um, I love when all, you know, everything's lush and all the flowers are out and the t- leaves are on the trees. My One of my favorite sounds in the world actually is, you know, when you're like um, kind of like a breezy summer day and maybe you're sitting on your deck or your balcony or what have you, and you can hear the rustling of the leaves, that sound will forever comfort me. And it also reminds me so much of my grandparents, my maternal grandparents, um, which is a nice little segue into what I'm about to share with you. Um, This is the first episode that I've recorded. No, it's not the first. It's the second episode that I've recorded um, since my beloved grandmother has passed away. So I've talked about her a lot in this podcast and just like if you've been following me over the years you know that I've talked about my nanny and how she is a kindred spirit and definitely one of the loves of my life um she passed away on May 31st and it's been difficult you know the grief has been flowing in ebbs ebbs and waves and the ebb and flow is what I mean to say waves of ebb and flow and um 
I'm just taking it day by day, but I know that she is with me in every single thing that I do. Um, and so I love that that little memory of summer comes forward with the, the sound of the leaves rustling, and it reminds me of her home. Um, I spent a lot of my childhood with my grandparents, and they had this beautiful big backyard, and it was, it was treed, and there was like a really long deck, so I remember like ride, being able to ride my bike. Like it was, it was quite, like the deck was the, basically almost the whole um, length of the backyard, and it was a big backyard. And um, gardening, and there were, my, grandpa, my grandfather built me a sandbox, and he built me a swing, um, and I just felt so loved and cherished when I went to their home. And one of my favorite memories of being at their home, an outdoor kind of memory, an outside memory, is um, swinging on that swing that I mentioned my grandfather made for me, and my grandmother had planted sunflowers on both sides of the swing so one along the fence and one along the deck and you know in August when they were at full height and bloom I would swing to my heart's content all day long in the sunflowers and just a beautiful memory and they had this old kind of like canvasy like old-fashioned tent I remember it was orange and I can still remember the smell when I think about opening it up um, and setting up this tent in the grass and I'd go in there with like some cushions off the, off their um, rec room couch and some blankets and I'd go out there with my book and I would listen to the leaves rustle um, and that's kind of like my calm place and I've noticed like when I take a moment to be conscious of like mindful of like knowing that I need to calm my mind or slow down my breathing I've noticed that I often go back to that place in the tent or on the swing at my grandparents house with the leaves rustling I love 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 that okay so let's move on to this July's energetic forecast um, I've already gone ahead and pulled the cards for everyone so if this is your first time listening to an energetic forecast I do every month do one of these so please uh, stay tuned, uh, subscribe or like, depending on where you are listening or watching this. Uh, you can find this um, pod. You can find this podcast on all podcast platforms as well as the video form of it on YouTube. So please go ahead and like and subscribe. Give me a review if you would like to. That would mean a lot to me. The more reviews the more stars the more ratings I should say that any podcast has the more it becomes it becomes more searchable so um, I have recently actually I'm gonna read it I recently received a message on Facebook from a podcast listener and I wanted to share what she messaged me because it was just so 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 sweet There we go. So I found both parts of it. She says, Hi, Amy. I had to connect to tell you. Your podcast is amazing, and I'm grateful I found it recently. You have given me such a great outlook on life and things happening to me with my own journey and abilities. Thank you so much. You are very inspiring. Then I responded to her. 
And then she replied again to me. She says, I relate so much to your podcast and to your stories and storytelling that the things you say and your experiences have given me a soft place to land, so to speak. When I find the spiritual awakening and unpacking of abilities get too much, it's nice to know that there are people out there that can relate and be kind and help. It's hard to find my people and it's lonely at times. Anyway, thanks so much for responding. I'm doing a bit of traveling, but would love to book a, to look at your schedule and book a session soon. Um, have a fantastic week, and I hope you are well. Take care. So, so, so sweet. Um, I just, that honestly made my day, listener. I know that you are playing catch up. She let me know that she's kind of um, maybe around episode seven or eight at the time of that message, so she has some catch up to do but once you get to this message you know who you are when you get to this episode thank you so much you have honestly you are why I do this so thank you thank you thank you thank you let's get into July I could ramble all day speaking of rambling speaking of you know you know verbal diarrhea (laughs) and having a very busy brain That's kind of what we're in store for for July. It feels like a very busy brain kind of month. And so, you know, as always, the cards come from three different decks and they, they, they relate. And that's always the way it happens. It never ceases to amaze me or blow my mind of how much they can connect and do connect, but they do. So let's start. July's tarot message. This is for July, 2022. Get the five of swords. So we've got the element of air, that's swords, okay, so we've just left Gemini season, we are now in uh, Cancer season, and, um, you know, that that actually is important to, to talk about for a moment. On the side of my notes here, I felt inspired to write a few different things down um, outside of the usual guidance. Um, so I think I'm going to keep it up and do this with each month's energetic forecast. So what came through kind of in my channeling was let's focus on an element for each month. And it doesn't necessarily have to correspond by the way, with the actual astrological sign, um, an element that we're with, uh, I focused on bringing through a number and like a totem slash spirit animal. Okay. So the element for July comes through as air and water. So both air and water. Cancer is a water sign. And the Gemini season, which we just left in the month of June, is an air season. And we have both. Okay? So we have both for the month of July. And that is significant. And I bring it up because the energy of July and of this Five of Swords card. Swords is a lot to do with the mindset, right? And how we think and what we say. Um how we think about ourselves, what we say about ourselves. This brings in a feeling of needing balance between the mind and the heart. So in July, we are needing a balance between the head and the heart. So it feels as if our mindset may feel a little heavy right now. Maybe we're feeling overwhelmed. We have a lot on our plate, okay? Uh, The energy of the whole month feels like we have a busy brain and a lot of it is because yes there's a there's a lot happening and a lot to do right like the summer can be a very busy time for people it's not 
all rest and relaxation for everyone. Sometimes it's even busier because then you, especially parents, right? Because then you've got kids to look after and manage their schedules and keep them busy all summer while you you have to continue working or doing what you're doing. So, so sometimes the summer can actually be more overwhelming and stressful for people. So this is just bringing in a feeling that the energy of the month may feel a little bit much at times. It, be mindful about how you are channeling that energy for yourself. So be mindful and catch yourself if you find yourself kind of catastrophizing or being very limited in how you're thinking um, in kind of getting to that where you're catastrophizing is the best word I think I can think of where you are. And I am so like skilled in catastrophizing <laughs> when it comes to thoughts, right? It's like, um, it's like a snowball effect. It's like you have this one thing, you get overwhelmed and then it's just like, everything sucks and everything will always suck. And that's kind of what happens when you're in this mindset. Be mindful. It's not to say that you will be in that mindset, but be mindful of the snowball effect in July when it comes to your mindset. Okay. Where you have like one overwhelm, uh, one stressful event, and then all of a sudden you find yourself snowballing and catastrophizing. And then you're noticing that that stress of that one event has transferred to like all parts of your life or many of them, okay? Be mindful of that. We need to find balance between the head and the heart. The mind might be kind of going in overdrive, okay? Um, this is a lessons month. This is what the five of tarot is telling me. The five of tarot, or sorry, the five of tarot now. The five of swords, rather, is telling me that this is a month of lessons and it has to do with finding balance and not allowing our mindset to run the show. So you're really encouraged to work on mindset. When I say not letting mindset run the show, what I mean is more of a limiting mindset. So if you're doing the catastrophizing and the snowballing and nothing's ever going to get better and oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed and ah, everything sucks. If you begin to do that, really, really begin to pay attention to it, okay? It's the energy. When we have a lessons month, okay, we are given ample app opportunities to learn what collectively we are meant to learn. And right now it's about finding balance. It's about finding peace and not allowing that busy brain, that overwhelm, that stress that you may be feeling and justifiably may be feeling, but not allowing it to transfer to every part of your life to the point where now you have this kind of negativity, this cloud of negativity hanging over you. Okay. We, there's, there's feels like there's this internal back and forth internal back and forth. No, this or that. No, no, no I think it's this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is what I'm hearing like July might be like. There is, I keep hearing like the decisions that need to be made, you actually are totally prepared to make them. And if this was showing up at another time of year in a different energy, it might feel a lot easier for you to make them. But this energy comes in to go, okay, like, let's work at how we make our decisions. Let's discern if we are making decisions based on what's right 
for someone else or what you think we should you should be doing or what looks good on paper versus what you truly feel is the right thing. So it feels like there might be some conflict there. There might be a little bit of confliction around, okay, well, this is what I said I was going to do, or this is what the plan was, and this is what like kind of logically makes more sense, but I don't feel like that's the right thing, or my heart is not in that. That's what I mean about this kind of conflict with the head and the heart. So just this month is not kind of, it's not coming in to kick you when you're down. It's coming in to go, okay, we know that there's decisions, okay? And we make them come in with a little bit more of, I don't want to say tension. I don't know if that's the right word, but it, like the energy comes in a little bit soupier. Let's just say that to present to you on a silver platter is it this or this or is it this? It's an opportunity to realign to what's right for you, okay? And it's it's not to say that it's all your heart or it's all your mind. It's saying there's somewhere in the middle here. There is a balance between both, right? What looks good on paper, what you think you should do and what your heart is telling you to do, there is some overlap there. There is a common ground and you're being asked in July to find that common ground. Okay. And also pause to reflect. Okay. That's what I wrote down on my notes here. Pause to reflect. So if you're feeling really overwhelmed, really stressed out, really conflicted, really we need to focus on our breathing this month, on regulating kind of our nervous system this month. If we're kind of feeling Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. If you're anything like me, when you get overwhelmed, right? Fight or flight. So I will, sometimes I'll dive fully in and tackle it, you know, wash my hands of it. But if I'm honest with myself and with you, more often than not, I go into flight, which is avoidance, procrastination. Don't want to deal with this right now. So I'm just going to put it off. And then next month, I'm going to be even more overwhelmed because I didn't deal with it when I was supposed to deal with it. <laughs> Do you relate? Is anybody out there like me? Okay, I am definitely going to take this guidance to heart personally in my own life for the month of July as well. It's not a time to avoid. There's a difference between avoidance and pause. Now, last week I was listening to, I'm just gonna grab another notebook here. Um, I was listening to Richard Rudd, who is... Um, the creator, the founder, the channeler, whatever you will call it, of the Gene Keys, which I'm completely obsessed with. Um, and I was listening to a podcast where he was speaking on it, and he brought through this idea of pause. And what he had to say, what my notes are about this, about, so contemplation, he says, is making an art of pausing. And I share this with you because I want you to keep this in your mind in this month of July. July is a month of contemplation. And when you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, if you're catastrophizing, it's a sign for you, okay, I need to, this is a time for contemplation. This is a time for making, pausing an art. 
right? So you're going to pause. The contemplation gives you a moment to pause. So let's reframe all of this. When you pause, you're creating space and time around things. For me, one of my biggest triggers of overwhelm and stress is feeling like I'm rushed or feeling a sense of urgency. And very often than not, I don't know if you noticed, those of you on YouTube, a little orb just like kind of mosey on, moseyed on by, right kind of to the, to the, uh, the right of me. Okay, thank you, spirit. <laughs> Always supported. I lost my train of thought. Oh, about urgency, time. This has been coming up in client readings too, okay? So I feel like it is purposeful that I'm taking a moment to talk about it. This is also a month that you might want to stop and reflect on your overwhelm. Does your overwhelm come from, is it rooted in a sense of urgency? And if it does, is that urgency external to you? Like is somebody else kind of looming over you with a deadline going, do this right now? Or is it an internal sense of urgency? Often, it's an internal sense of urgency. So I'll catch myself doing this when I'm like stressed out, right? And I'll go, oh, I feel, I feel like I'm rushed. And then I stop myself and I go, am I actually rushed? Is this as time sensitive as I think it is? This is different than avoiding. This is creating time and space around something, an idea. <coughs> it's taking a moment. Sorry. <coughs> Tickle, I'm going to take a drink. It's taking a moment to contemplate something. It's taking you out of the fight or flight where you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. It's taking you out of that for a moment and asking you, to just breathe for a minute and think about it. And that can last for one or two minutes. It can last for 20 minutes. Even if it lasts for one to two minutes, you will find, because I've done this, you will find that just taking that moment to contemplate, to ask yourself those questions will release some pressure. You will feel less tense. You will feel less overwhelmed. Your body will respond to that moment. And I kind of love this creating space and time around things. Because if you have a trigger, like me, a feeling like you're rushed, like that's the trigger. If I'm rushed, I'm like, don't, don't, don't even come around me if I'm rushed, right? I just feel really ticked off about it. And by the way, I read recently that that is a highly sensitive person thing. So you might very well relate to that. If you can think about, okay, when I take a moment to contemplate and pause... <coughs> pardon me, I'm actually creating time and space around this situation. It might give you a little feeling of control around it and like you can handle it. The pausing is creating time, I wrote. Pausing slows the tempo of life, but it increases efficiency, Richard Rudd says. So that moment of contemplation and pause slows down the sense of urgency, the panic, the overwhelm, by giving you that pause, by helping regulate your nervous system, taking you out of a place, place of fight or flight. 
it's giving you a, a better sense of control. I'm like, you know what? I can do this. Like, it's cool. Like, I, I'm just going to do it, right? It's kind of like what's coming to mind is, I. so I've been very transparent with the fact that I am an adult with ADHD and I have children with ADHD. And sometimes I get very overwhelmed with like the sheer amount of stuff that has to be done in a day right? Like, it's like, not even just as a business owner, but as a mom of three kids and, you know, co-parent of these three children and um, wife and homeowner and all of the things that go into all of that. And sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, you know, like it, it can be like one minor thing, like somebody doesn't put their dish in the dishwasher. <laughs> it's like, it's never about the dish in the dishwasher, not or not in the dishwasher, by the way. It's your feeling of being overwhelmed. Something that works for me when I feel overwhelmed by the sheer amount of stuff, which is really interesting as I say this, because I just told you that like sometimes feeling rushed is a trigger for me. But I think the difference is when I control the time. So if like I'm consciously controlling the time. Because the reason I say that is because if I put like a 15 minute timer on, put it on my phone, put on some good tunes, I'm like, okay, 15 minutes, I'm going to get as much done in this kitchen as physically possible. And I usually surprise myself because I'll usually get like the whole thing done, almost the whole thing done. And I'll be like, oh my God, that wasn't even that hard. Why was I so overwhelmed about it? I gave myself that time limit and it was like this internal competition. I was like, okay, great. Yeah, let's go. Let's get it done. <laughs> and that works for me. But if I, if somebody else did that to me, I'd be like, mm -mm, no, no. <laughs> so I think the message here is like, when you create time and space around something, you feel in control about it. So you're putting the timer on your phone versus this unconscious tension of sense of urgency that you've got to clean the kitchen and then somebody leaves a dish out of the dishwasher and it's just like the last straw. I think that comes from that, un that unconscious, shadowy sense of urgency. If you just call it out for what it is and be like, okay, this is what it is, 15 minutes on the timer, let's go. This is a, time, a sense of control. I know this might seem disjointed, but I feel like it is great advice for the month of July. Okay, so that's our tarot card, the Five of Swords. Next, I pulled from the Enchanted Map Oracle card, my Colette Baron Reed. Haven't pulled from this deck for a while, but felt called. And I pulled card number six, which is the Mountain. And I, I have the guidebook next to me because I'm going to read it to you because it kind of made me laugh because I'm like, of course, this goes so well with the Five of Swords messaging. Okay, so what does the mountain say? The key kind of like little quote at the top says, you have the capacity to flow around any obstacle. This is the time to adapt. Does that sound like anything I just talked about? Hmm. Sometimes you'll come across what appears to be an insurmountable obstacle, like a huge mountain that separates you from your success. You might think that climbing it or chiseling away at it is the answer, but why take such a treacherous, tedious approach? Be like the rivers that flow around the mountains naturally. 
you'll move past this obstacle relatively quickly if you choose the easy way around. This is the time to adapt to your circumstances. If you do decide to climb, remember to take one step at a time, opting for the next right option. Okay, so two things. First thing, brings through, again, it validates this feeling of maybe feeling overwhelmed with the obstacle in front of us that presents itself. Maybe it's one big thing. Maybe it's just the daily minutia of life and you're just overwhelmed AF this month, okay? This month is asking you to find balance, but what's really important to you is what it's saying. But what's really important to you Pause to reflect to make sure that the time is the right, that the, sorry, pause to reflect to make sure that this is the right thing. Okay, so that's like if you're choosing to climb the mountain, if you're like, okay, it's, I've discerned that this is the right thing, this is the right time. My sense of control is going to stem from taking it one step at a time, rele releasing that sense of urgency really is what you're doing when you're taking one step at a time. You're not forecasting way out into the future. You're not catastrophizing. You're not worried about what a long journey it's going to take for you to get to the other side. You're focused on the present moment, one foot at a time, one step at a time, slow and steady. Or you're going to find a way to find that middle ground. Remember in the last card, the guidance that came through was like, it might not be all head or all heart. There might be something in the middle. There's some overlap. Contemplate, pause to reflect on what that is. I feel like I wrote something down earlier. I don't know where I wrote it down. I wrote something down earlier about this. I'll see if it comes to me as we go. Or right, that reminds me of this, I should say. <clears throat> so flowing through obstacles, adapting one step at a time. That's what the mountain oracle card is bringing through. Lastly, as always, I pull a soul's lesson card. So what is our collective soul, your individual soul, asking you to learn? Why are we being asked to find balance? What's rooted in that balance? What are we lacking? What's causing us to feel unbalanced or overwhelmed? Got the peace card. Couldn't be any more perfect. It says, I am a being of love and I release all negative energy. Now, sometimes when we talk, when things are put point blank like that, I find... It can be a little, I don't know, triggering to some people. <laughs> it can give the wrong idea about, oh, so I'm like always supposed to be love and light. I'm never supposed to have negative emotions. That would be really, really unachievable, unrealistic, and not the point of why you're here. Okay? You're allowed to feel negative emotions. This month is asking you to kind of sit with the discomfort a little bit. So that you can get to the bottom of what the discomfort is about in the first place. So it's not about avoiding and like always being sunny and lovely and like holding things in until you blow. It's about not getting stuck in the negative emotion or not fully identifying with or not being 
like blind to it in the first place and then you know just feeling like everything in your life is falling apart rather than go okay like I'm kind of projecting that everything's falling apart based on this one feeling right that's kind of what comes through for me so again what I wrote down what I channeled about the soul lesson of peace is finding a balance and learning the joy of peace and stillness one cannot be truly connected to source when the mind is engaged with unneeded chatter. Look at this card. And by the way, the totem animal for the month, before I even pulled this card, guess what came through? If you said blackbird, you are right. <laughs> blackbird crow comes through as our totem animal for the month of July. Look at this. He's got a little bird sitting on his shoulder. Um, if you are listening and you're not watching, I am holding up the Five of Swords card again. And on it, there's a gentleman. He has one kind of hand on his head. He's looking down. He looks like he's overwhelmed. And there is a blackbird, a really quite big one, sitting on his shoulder. Looks to be whispering in his ear. And then above and to the side, you see four other blackbirds flying away. And then underneath you see what looks like a man free falling. And so what this makes me feel is that, you know, yeah, we might feel like there's this little crow on our shoulder, um, overwhelming us, talking smack, right? The limiting self-belief, the imposter syndrome, and we're feeling overwhelmed by it. But we can, if we sit with the discomfort, we discern, is this actually true for me? What's best for me? Why am I feeling this way? where can I find balance? We actually can fly away from it and free fall. Like we're free. We're free from our thoughts. So this month is about becoming a little bit more free, finding more freedom around your mindset. What is taking away from the peaceful nature of your soul, dear risers? That is your soul contemplation. So when you are taking a moment, taking that one to two minutes, and you're like, okay, deep breaths. What is really going on here? Why am I feeling so angry? What is taking away from the peaceful nature of my soul? Where am I lacking peace in my life and why? And what can I do to bring more in? Something that wants to come in in this moment is like, I know that people are busy and I know that schedules are often even busier in the summer, but I also feel like spirit is saying there are some things on your to-do list that you don't have to do <laughs> or that you don't have to do right now. It comes back to time and your sense of urgency. Where are you placing urgency, a sense of urgency a sense of a extreme time limit on yourself when that might not actually be there. It's connected to limiting self-beliefs. So for example, somebody might, you know, be kind of a real neat freak, which is great, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that. But where it can it can get a little bit more unhealthy is if 
it's never enough. They could spend like the whole day and it's never enough and nothing is ever good enough and they can't ever sit down for a moment because, oh, there might be something at the back of the fridge and maybe I should pull it out today and clean behind there. It's like a sense of everything's done, everything's tidy, but I, my mind will not let me rest. I have to go look for a problem. I have to go look for something to clean. That would be more of a no judgment here, right? We all have our, our stuff and our things, but like, why can't you take a moment? If, if all, like, is that time sensitive? Is that urgent? You're creating, like in that case, the person would be creating a sense of urgency or emergency around something to distract themselves from what actually needs to happen, which is I need to sit down for a moment and I need to discern why I can't rest or why I feel a discomfort when I do. Lots of good stuff this month, okay? I feel like it's gonna be a great month. I really do. I don't wanna like poo-poo on your July and your summer vacations. We can have a great one, okay? I just feel like it's gonna be busy. Okay, and it might not be you that's struggling with all this mindset stuff. It might be your spouse, might be one of your kids, might be one of your bosses or a friend, and they interact with you. And so their sense of urgency could be raining on your parade. But if you take a moment and go, you know what, this is just the energy of the month, really not about me, that might help. <laughs> if you find yourself getting a little bit overwhelmed, please take a moment to take a few deep breaths. And remind yourself that this month is a month of finding balance between your head and your heart. Where am I? Like, what is it in my mind, in my thought process, in my heart, in my life that is taking away from my sense of peace? Peace is not always about stillness, right? So when I say peace, sometimes people think like peace and quiet, putting your feet up, having some R&R, &R, and you're like, maybe that is not realistic for your life right now. Peace is not just that. Peace can be feeling a sense of peacefulness in yourself so that you're not allowing that brief moment of discomfort to perme permeate into every other aspect of your life. You're at peace with what you're doing. That's what peace is about this month. So our totem slash spirit animal is crow, blackbird. Our element is air and water. So air is mindset, water, heart. So finding a balance between. Our number is number eight. So maybe we will be seeing lots of eights around. Um, the energy of eight comes in full throttle in this moment. Oh, I just looked at this 12, 12. I love when that happens. I'm going to look up numerology number eight. And I'm going to read it really, really briefly. This is coming from numerology.com. I'll do an episode on numerology, by the way. It's really interesting. Of all the numbers in numerology, the number eight is the achiever and measures life by the goals it reaches. Hmm. It has a good business sense, a powerful presence, and a strong drive for success. <sighs> Listen to this. The eight is also a symbol of balance. You can see it in its symmetrical shape. For every blessing it receives, it put, puts one back out into the universe. When things are balanced, eights feel stable, controlled, and supported. 
which is the most productive environment for the eight to work in. Ba-ba! Can't make it up. I love it. I love it. Happy July, friends. I'll see you back here next week with another episode of the Intuitive Rising Podcast. (laughs) Keep rising, friends. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Intuitive Rising Podcast. If you would like to continue the chats and join a group of like-minded souls on their own spiritual journey, please request to join the Intuitive Rising community over on Facebook. All are welcome. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating. If you'd like to connect with me directly, please visit my website at theintuitiverising.com.